Hi everybody, welcome to All Yours for Animals, Season 2. My name is Divya Sambhavani and I'd like to start by saying a big, big thank you for showing all the love on our previous season. And now we're back with some many, many more exciting things to talk about and for you to be all yours to it. So without further ado, let's begin today's topic, Prevention is Better Than Intervention. This one's going to be super interesting so I hope you all stay with us till the end and make sure you don't miss your bonus tip. So, I guess most of you would be wondering what do we even mean when we say these two words in this particular context? Prevention and intervention. We've all heard the phrase prevention is better than cure. But here when we talk about our pets, all you say is prevention is better than intervention. Let me tell you how it works. Let's begin with an example, taking the case of Lucy. Lucy, just like any other dog, loves to use her mouth to play and nibble when she's excited. She sees someone new and lunges to welcome them. Sounds a bit familiar? Yes. Actually, most of our dogs tend to do one or both of these things. Now, as Lucy's parents, we know exactly how she would behave, right? So, what would we do when a new person visits our home? Probably the parent would wait for Lucy to jump up and greet the new friend or warn him in advance of how their dog can be and when she would begin biting their hand or hair as an invitation to play that parent would pick up a favorite toy to Lucy call out to her and ask her to go fetch it instead This is a classic old school training technique of redirecting Lucy's attention to divert her excitement to something else and voila she leaves him alone gets busy with the toy and it's a good day for everybody But what if i tell you that there is a better way the situation could have been handled What we saw here was an example of intervention where mid crisis the parent decided to intervene and work on it What if this entire situation could have been prevented altogether with a better alternative? Let's go back to the same scene, shall we? We take the same case of Lucy, same dog, same parents, same situation, just a different solution. The doorbell rings, new person is about to enter, but before the door opens, what does the parent do differently this time? because he knows how the scene would pan out and to avoid making the person uncomfortable with Lucy's overly excited approach he walks over to Lucy gives her an interesting toy to play with a toy that she gets only during specific situations so that it maintains its value of a forbidden fruit making it much much more desirable for your dog when Lucy is busy going gaga at the new toy the parent opens the door and brings the stranger in At the same time, Lucy's attention is distributed to the toy as first preference and the stranger becomes secondary to her. Even if she does let go of the toy and run to greet the new person, she can always be offered the toy again to get her attention back, and since she has already experienced the joy of playing with it, there is a high possibility that she would go back to it. In case not, there is always another way. hand over the same toy to the stranger and ask him to hold it up as an invitation to play this way both her needs of playing with a toy and playing with a stranger are met as one and while he throws and she runs to fetch it's a happier day for everyone that is what we call prevention so why would we do this You see how the parent being a keen observer of his dog's behavior was able to make sure that a difficult situation like this was 
prevented beforehand to make it easier to understand here's what we are trying to say intervention is when you redirect your dog after he's already triggered which may not always work out rather we advise you to practice prevention which is knowing when your dog is about to be triggered or will be triggered and you redirect him in advance with something of a higher desire this episode was a pretty easy and a quick tip that i wanted to share with all of you our animals will listen to us when we observe them intently and learn what they are really trying to say training them to stop doing something is just suppressing a symptom of a deeper need that they are trying to fulfill When we become all ears to what they are asking for, training them to understand the difference between what is acceptable and what is not is much easier. This brings us to an end of today's episode. But don't worry, I'm not going to leave you without the bonus tip. We learned all about prevention and intervention in today's podcast. But how do we implement this? Trust me, it's not that difficult. Let me help you. It gets easier when you're conscious about it. So first things first, take a week to observe your dog's behavior. If you want, you can also maintain a diary where you write down what you see. When you observe, list down all the trigger points for your dog. For example, what makes her happy, what makes her anxious, etc. Then understand what is serving as a difficult situation for you and for her and how would you like to change it. Once you are aware and have noted it down, create two columns with one saying prevention and the other saying intervention. With each situation, fill in the columns with what kind of intervention measures have you been using all this time and instead, how can you replace them with preventive measures that will improve the situation. So once you do, you yourself will learn how you would like to implement this as all years golden rule of training. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed today's talk. If yes, then please do share this podcast with other pet parents who you think would benefit from this. And for more training tips and fun, don't forget to follow us on Instagram called All Yours for Animals. See you next week.